Because of the way the universe is created, we each of us live in two worlds at the same time. We have to live in the outer life of our own bodies and the inner life of our own souls. Hello and welcome to Living the Inner Life. I'm your host, Chris Sheridan, and I want you to join with me on a journey into our inner lives, our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, everything that helps shape the way we interact with and respond to the outside world. And if we can utilize our tools of consciousness, we can live a better life, inner, outer, and in our total experience. Well, one thing that I'm thinking about today, because it's Thanksgiving Eve, is being thankful. Now, I don't really want to talk about the holiday itself. It's become a little bit uh, separated or removed from the traditional story behind Thanksgiving. Uh, people are actually trying to rename the holiday or putting a negative spin on it. Uh, people talk about food and turkeys and family and the difficulty of travel and all kinds of ups and downs. And although that is the time of year, I'm not really going to focus on the holiday per se. It's also the time of the anniversary. Today actually is the 60th anniversary of the shooting of President Kennedy here in Dallas, where I'm coming from. And that's long been sort of a negative association. So there is a fair amount of negativity with this holiday, this Thanksgiving. And it's giving some people a lot of trouble. And troubles aren't really something to be thankful for. Or are they? Well, I want to explore that a little bit further about how we can be thankful for things that maybe aren't all that great or don't seem to be all that positive or favorable. Now, it's easy to be thankful and happy (laughs) and appreciative when everything is going our way, when people are behaving the way we want them to, when things in our life are going smoothly. And actually, if that happens a lot, we can end up taking that for granted. Okay, there can be a lot of good times, a lot of good things happening. And if that becomes normal, which I think is great, uh, we can also have a tendency to not be as grateful for those things. Okay, so this is a reminder to be thankful for all the good stuff, whatever it is in your life. If it's things in the past, things happening right now, goals and dreams for the future, if that's your health, uh, if it's anything that you have, even something small, be thankful for it. Be thankful. I thank thee is as the words go. I thank thee. Thankful for everything. Thank the universe. Thank, Thank you for another day. Okay, well, maybe it's not a great day. Well, You've got another day to try. (laughs) Try to make something better. Try to make somebody else's life better. Have them feel thankful for you. Okay? And then you can feel better about yourself if that's what you're feeling. So what are these negative things? How can we feel thankful for things that maybe aren't so good? Okay? It's very easy to be critical of negative things. If anything from a small thing like you can't find a parking spot to you can't pay rent uh, to something tragic in your life. We all experience ups and downs and triumphs and tragedies throughout our lives. That's 
kind of what life is. It's certainly what it's filled with. And we can, just like we can be taking good things for granted, we can also miss some of the silver lining that comes with the cloudy parts. Mm -hmm. Some of these dark days, these dark times, there are dark times in the world right now. There's dark times in the hearts of individuals. There's dark times in you and me right now. And how can you be thankful for that? Well, one thing you can be thankful for, well, actually, I don't know about you. I'm going to talk about me this time, okay? I'm going to take a little more of a personal approach. As you know, if you've been listening, these podcasts are unscripted, unedited. Sometimes they seem unprepared, (laughs) which uh, I think certainly seems to be the case uh, with this one right now. Uh, And that's okay, because my goal is to put out streams of consciousness in that maybe through talking, through speaking, that something comes through and I might come across something that I wouldn't have thought of beforehand. And if I stick too closely to a script, uh, it may seem unspontaneous and contrived and things like that. Uh, So, uh, without much preparation and not much of an idea about what I want to talk about, I think I do want to focus on maybe some of the negative things, seemingly negative things, that we can be thankful for. So, I will take a personal approach, and in my life, uh, I experienced chronic pain. Part of this has to do with a spinal cord injury from years ago and sitting in a wheelchair all day and all this stuff. Um... I have physical pain. I am able to feel physical pain in my body, especially seating pain, that is sitting. So if you've ever sat in a car for a long, long road trip or a bus or a plane or anything like that, you know, it can be uncomfortable to sit for a long time. If you work in an office or you work at a home office, it can be uncomfortable to sit for a long time. And I am able to feel that pain. And... It didn't take me long before I realized that this is actually a good thing. It can be frustrating at times, and it can be uncomfortable because, well, that's what pain is. But somebody with paralysis, like I have, I'm paraplegic, most people don't have quite the feeling sensation that I have, that if they sit for a long time, they won't get the pain response and therefore might continue to sit in what is probably an uncomfortable position, one that also can lead to serious consequence, and that is pressure sores. You may have heard of them as bed sores. Somebody who is bedridden for a long time can develop practice from gravity bearing down on your body. It can become very, very harmful, very dangerous for people if you don't have that sensation of pain. Or say if you didn't have pain sensation and something was very hot. You would touch it, you would get burned, and maybe not even know it. Okay, so pain is there to tell us something. Ouch, this hurts. Don't do that, right? The old joke, Doc, it hurts when I do this. And Doc said, don't do this. So with the pain comes the response. If you're sitting in an awkward position, or you're sitting in a weird spot for too long, you're staring at a screen and your neck hurts, At some point, you're going to go, wow, my neck hurts. 
and maybe you'll back off from the desk, you'll look away, you'll do some neck circles, uh, you know, put a salon plus on or, you know, cream or something like that. Give yourself a little neck massage, try to make it through the rest of your day. But you do that because you're responding to the pain. Okay. So I have never gotten a pressure sore in 32 years of using a wheelchair every day. And that's because I have this pain sensation and it can be really frustrating. And because I don't have much meat on my bones, so I kind of feel it. Uh, but I am grateful and thankful for every time my butt hurts. All right. And it's because I know that I am going to be protected. I know that I can make a choice. I can lift myself up out of my wheelchair with my arms, do like some arm lifts. I can sit in another chair. I can lie down. Uh, it's great if I lie down on my stomach because then my butt's not touching anything and I can relax for a while. I used to do that when I went to college, uh, right after I got injured. Uh, I was really experiencing a lot of seating pain and I would go to the gym in between classes and just lie down on one of the mats uh, just to get out of my chair and to get out of the pain. And that was usually enough to get me back going again and sit through another class and, and make it okay. So this pain is a very important response that we have been given and we need to be thankful for because, again, it's telling us something is wrong something we shouldn't be doing, okay? And because I can feel this pain, I know that I'm aware that other people can't, okay? And it's given me kind of an appreciation for the level of disability that I do experience, okay? I can move my arms and my hands. I can still play guitar. I can do a lot of things. I know a lot of people in wheelchairs have it much worse than I do, or they have more challenges, but they're grateful for what they have, okay? There's a lot to be thankful for, even in the dark times. You know, I guess I'll, to lighten it up a little bit, I'll talk about a, a band that I'm aware of called Anvil. They're from Canada, and they made a documentary. They were a band from years ago, and they got back together and put on a tour. They went off to Europe. And apparently this tour was a disaster. Uh, the guy said flat out, he said, this is the absolute worst tour I've ever been on in my life. And I am so grateful that I'm on tour. So even a bad tour for your rock band, at least you're on tour with your band. Okay. Um, even a bad day is just another day. And it's not to make light of suffering and pain and difficulty, adversity, loss, grief, sorrow, those are very real things and we experience them. But to experience something that like that, to have that emotional response, to feel disappointed or discouraged or to feel really anything that on the surface you might think, wow, that's terrible, that's a bad thing to feel, you are alive. If you weren't feeling those things, you would be numb. And like somebody who can't feel their body, you could actually really hurt yourself if you become numb to what is painful in your life, emotional things, difficulties in your inner life, your past, 
these tapes that keep playing over and over again, the regrets, the disappointments, the discouragements that have happened, if those weren't uncomfortable, if those didn't hurt, you might not take action to do something about them. Now, I've been through addiction recovery, and we call that hitting rock bottom. That's something everybody says, actually. It's not really uh, the uh, area of 12-step programs, you know, the only people that use that term, but in specifically in addiction recovery, usually that's the time when somebody stops and says, wait a minute, this I can no longer do. I need to get myself into rehab, into a meeting, into therapy, put down the bottle, the needle, the drug, the straw, whatever it is uh, that you're abusing and abusing yourself with this addictive substance and get the help you need. You know, they also say the recovery program doesn't work for people who need it. It only works for people who want it. So this, and it's sometimes called divine discontent. I actually love that term, this divine discontent. So if you're discontented, maybe your life isn't going that well. Maybe there's some things in your life that need to be changed. Okay. And that has often propelled me into action. When I say this, I can no longer do. I can't take this. I don't like this feeling anymore. So I take action and that can be abrupt. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it comes out in a little harsh way, but that's like a dam bursting. You can't take the pressure forever. Okay. And if you do numb yourself out with substance or just acceptance, this negative sense of acceptance, that you accept less, that this is all there is, this is all you're destined to do or be, you're not really going to change it. You need this pain. Okay. I need this pain and not just physical pain. You know, there's a lot, you know, I guess I'll continue talking about it. Disability. I mean, you know, if you go through life in a wheelchair, there's, you know, bathrooms you can't get in, stairs, walking on the beach, you know, all this, you know, the things that you can't do, but there's so much you can do, okay? And to really recognize that, okay, it's easy to walk, anybody can, somebody with a perfect, you know, figure and able-bodied and lots of money and all these things that may seem on the outside like, wow, they kind of have everything going, they can also be in trouble. They can also have difficulty. They can also feel this divine discontent within. And usually what that means is you're not living your soul's purpose. Okay, so I'm kind of shifting to, from the body more to the soul right now. And that's really what this is all about because this is living the inner life. And the soul has a longing. The soul has a life, a destiny, dreams that maybe you're not really aware of, okay? I think we are on some level. We can get separated, removed, whether that's through time or life getting in the way or a thousand and one distractions. We can lose track of what our soul's longing is. We can lose our way. And that's happened with me. Uh, actually, right now, here <laughs> recently, in recent years, I have lost touch with some of my true nature, with some of the things that really make me feel alive and feel myself. 
And I have been trying to rebuild that. And really, though, it took me going, whoa, I looked in the mirror and I go, like, who are you? What's what happened to Chris? Where'd you go? <laughs> you know, and it's easy to do, especially if you, you know, through the years and all the things <laughs> that get in the way, all the things you have to do in a day to just get through another day can be really taxing. And day after day, year after year, you, know, you wake up one day and 25 years have gone by and like, you know, well, what happened? You just blinked. And, you know, I'm on the Jersey side of 55 right now. And I'm wondering, where did I go? What happened to my life? You know, what am I doing? You know, and it's not that my life is filled with bad things. I have unbelievable blessings with family and friends. And again, I'm grateful for whatever abilities I do have for me to be able to talk for 25 minutes at a time uh, over this podcast means that my voice is in shape. I have enough equipment. I have the time to be able to do this. And that means things, at least on that level, are kind of going okay for me. All right. But this divine discontent, I think it's because our soul reaches out and finally says, hey, you've neglected me. All right. Let's get on board. Let's find out what it is we need to do. Now, a lot of times we don't know our true selves. We don't know our true nature. We have clues. Maybe we thought we did at one point. Maybe we think, well, geez, that was, you know, kind of a childhood dream, but you know, I had to grow up and have responsibilities of adulthood and all these things. And this can come up at midlife. It can come up really at any time. It's sometimes called a Pluto crisis, Pluto being the ruler of the underworld. And if your good stuff, if your soul's longing isn't recognized, isn't realized, isn't honored, it can fester and it can build up pressure. And like Pluto, it can reach up from the underworld, burst through in a fit of anger uh, it could be a diagnosis or an injury or a divorce, uh, an empty nest, whatever comes across your life and you go, oh, wow, I, I need to really take a look at what's going on. So if you're feeling discontent, if you're feeling this divine sense of not being yourself, not feeling good, not feeling natural in your own skin, it means that something's probably been neglected. Your life. Okay. And it's not that you can be so far off, but even a minor shift in a course, if you're flying a plane or even driving a car uh, or walking for that matter, using your wheelchair, just a couple degrees off doesn't really seem like that big of a deal. But after the miles, after the miles, you could be way off course. Okay. And it may only take a small correction to get back on course, but you have to recognize, first of all, that you are going in the wrong direction or just a little bit askew, a little bit off to the side. And that's this divine discontent. That is this pain that you want to be thankful for when it shows up. It doesn't come all pretty and smelling nice like a bouquet of flowers or anything like that. It usually comes in a dirty, horrible way. And but that gets our attention, okay? If you're going about something the wrong way, it should be painful to some degree, right? 
Otherwise, we just keep repeating the same mistake. If you're living in an unhealthy manner, whether that's through nutrition or lack of exercise or negative thoughts, uh, all these old tapes, maybe somebody said something to you when you were a child and that stuck with you. And here it is, you're repeating it. Maybe you're even passing it on down to your own kids. It can really throw you off. But to recognize the pain as being more of an indicator. All right. I know there's cars nowadays that have these navigational apparatus, this thing that, you know, if you shift in a lane without, you know, paying attention, it'll beep or a little light will come on. Uh, There are markers in the road, these kind of rumble strips that if you're driving on the interstate late at night and you kind of veer off like, you know, the wheel shakes and it makes this crazy noise and uh, it either wakes you back up or just gets your attention. But you're not going to drive like that forever. That's that wouldn't be good. It would be good for you, your ears, your tires, anything else. But it's a reminder. It's an indicator. It helps point you, steer you back on track. And if you don't know what the back on track is, just recognizing that you're off track, this divine discontent, I just love that phrase, that you are recognizing the problem. Just like if I sit too long in one position, I recognize a painful problem and I do whatever I can to shift and get out of it. But if it's in your life, in your inner life, if it is your soul's longing that's not being addressed, not being honored, and you're feeling this pain, it means you're probably going about things the wrong way. It doesn't necessarily mean you're doing the wrong thing, because much of life is how you do something, not necessarily what you do. So if you're not honoring this part of yourself and it's hurting, ask yourself, okay, what is it? You know, why does this hurt? Actually, this, I'll bring it up right now, this podcast right now, number 70 out of I wanted to get 100 done by this year, and I have about 35 days left uh, to accomplish that, and uh, that means I have to do about one a day if I want to do that, but it was an arbitrary goal. I may or may not make that, but there's been several weeks for various reasons why I haven't been able to do a podcast, and I got so used to doing them that sometimes you you can feel this pain when you don't do something, right? If you eat right most of the time and you exercise quite often and then you stop and you're eating crap and you're just laying around, you're going to feel bad because you're used to feeling good. So when you feel this pain, recognize it as an indicator. Be thankful for it. Say, thank you. You have my attention. Okay, I must be doing something wrong or I'm going about this in the wrong way. Help me Find the right way. What is the direction to get back on track? How can I get to where this doesn't hurt as much anymore? And then that pain is something that you can be thankful for. So if it's a physical pain, it's a symptom. It's a problem unto itself, but it's an indicator that you need to do something. Okay? If it's a problem in your heart, okay? If it's in your emotional life and you're feeling pretty bad about it, well, it's an indicator that says, okay, then get back on track. Do 
what it is, do the thing in the way that you need to do the thing to feel better. And then again, this pain, this frustration will be something to be thankful for. So be thankful for disappointment, discouragement, disillusionment, all those things. Be thankful for pain. Be thankful for this divine discontent. If it can be used as a way to get square, get straight, get back to who you really are. And if you've never really lived your life authentically, or it's been a long, long time since you felt that, now's a good time to get back. Get back on track. Get back in the saddle. All right? And have the ride of your life. Honor your soul. We all have this longing within. And it's too painful to go through life to not recognize that, to not follow that, to not honor that. So honor that part in yourself. It knows more than you know. Have it inform you. If you have this longing that's not being recognized, not being satisfied, and you're feeling pain because you're not recognizing and honoring this soul's longing, well, it contains the information and the power to carry out whatever it takes to accomplish it. So turn it back in saying, okay, soul, what do you want? What should we be doing now? And hopefully you'll get an answer and then you can be thankful for that. But today I'm thankful for you, thankful for being here, and we'll see you next time here on Living the Inner Life.